Welcome to The Beacon, your connection to nonprofit success. Now here's your Lighthouse Council host. Hello and welcome to The Beacon Podcast, your connection to nonprofit success. I'm Yolanda Darville, your host for today's discussion on the journey of African-Americans and philanthropy. Our guest today is Lighthouse Council Senior Consultant, Joan Boehner. Welcome, Joan. Thank you. We are so glad to have you. Joan has more than 30 years of experience in strategic planning, policymaking, fundraising, and communications. She previously held several leadership positions at Fisk University, including Executive Director of Alumni Affairs and Development, Executive Director of the General Alumni Association, Dean of Student Affairs, and Vice President for Institutional Advancement. And she was president of the Tennessee Advancement Resources Council and served in a number of roles for the Council for Advancement and Support of Education, known as CASE, including as chair of District 3, the Southeast region of the United States. Joan also served on the board of CASE. Again, Joan, welcome. We're so pleased to have you as a guest with us today for this important discussion. Thank you. So, Joan, we know that philanthropy has really been one of the big keys in creating opportunities at important American institutions. Many people may not be aware of how African-American philanthropy has helped build the fabric of this country as well. Can you talk about the impact of African-American philanthropy? Yolanda, I'd be delighted to. American history is filled with examples of Black Americans exercising collective giving to finance social resistance and repeated struggles for freedom. For marginalized people who are systematically denied wealth accumulation by American society, collective giving has been beneficial to Black life for 400 years. From the formation of early America through the atrocity and abolition of slavery to reconstruction and from the Jim Crow era through civil rights movement, extending on until today. Let me give you a few examples of how African-Americans have impacted this country through philanthropy. In 1793, during the yellow uh, fever epidemic that plagued Philadelphia, it is said that 20 times more Black people aided the afflicted people than white people, helping lift the the city out of crisis. Over a century after emancipation, various approaches to collective giving created Black newspapers, hospitals, banks, churches, schools, and colleges. All of these are bedrocks for strengthening Black American society. That we have such a rich history, Joan. That is a wonderful how you were able to recount that. Now more than ever, nonprofits are seeking to ensure that their volunteers, board, and donor base reflect the diversity of their communities and those they serve. And they certainly want African Americans on board. What advice would you give to nonprofits who want to diversify their donor base? I would suggest that nonprofits invite African Americans to sit on large foundation boards so that they are a part of the decision-making process. Blacks are not only recipients of charitable giving, we also are important donors. Definitely. In fact, you've written about that. You've written about how giving circles have historically been a part of African-American philanthropy. Can you explain 
what give what giving circles are and how they have benefited the African American community? Sure. A giving circle is a collective philanthropic tool that leverages small gifts, small amounts of giving of money to make a more substantial cumulative impact. For Americans of African descent, giving circles are an iteration of a giving model that has been a part of their in, of our environment and one that reflects cultural resonance and historical significance. Collective kinship giving models are a, a system of saving and distributing resources for the material welfare and spiritual well-being each other found throughout the Caribbean with roots in West Africa. American history is filled with examples of Black Americans exercising collective giving to finance social resistance and repeated struggles for freedom. For marginalized people, systematically denied wealth accumulation by the American society, collective giving has been beneficial to Black life for over 400 years from the formation uh, of early America. So that is really what giving circles do. They take small group of people and they can be identified uh, according to their race, their ethnicity, their gender uh, affiliation. And these people take small gifts and put them together to make bigger gifts because African-Americans generally don't have big gifts in large numbers of people. So that's what that's what it does. That's what giving circles do. That's wonderful, Joan. You're such a wealth of information. I know that uh, the Lighthouse Council team is excited to have you as a wealth of information, and you have such a rich professional background and development. As vice president for the institutional advancement at this university, I know you raised $3.5 million in annual donations. That's very impressive. How did you use what you learned about philanthropy and the African-American community to help make your campaign successful? In addressing my annual campaigns, I made sure that all university constituent groups were involved and solicited. For the first time, the faculty and staff were intricately involved in the campaign. The percent giving rose to over 80% giving. Although the amount of money over $3 million is not really a, a very large amount of money. However, the 80% is outstanding. When, when the percent giving, percent giving tells you how many people believe in you. So 80% of the faculty and staff believed in us. And we had alumni, because as the executive director of alumni affairs, I did all of the alumni fundraising. So that was a constituent. And at the time that I was the uh, vice president for institutional advancement, Jeff Jowdy was my consultant. And under Jeff's leadership, we put the board of trustees in check. We asked them to give a bottom fee, an entrance fee, into the board of $10,000. This has carried on to today and it made a big difference in the giving. So, you know, with corporations, foundations, board of trustees, alumni, faculty and staff, even though the monies were not big, the participation 
was outstanding. That's wonderful. I love that you were able to put best practices together with White House Counsel's help and your knowledge of the African-American community and make it successful. That is excellent. Well, it looks like, Joan, our time has come to an end. And thank you again for being with us and sharing your terrific insights. That went by so quickly. To our listeners, you can connect with Joan on LinkedIn and learn more about her at lighthousecouncil.com. Thank you for listening. Once again, I'm Yolanda Darville. We hope to see you next time on The Beacon Podcast, your connection to nonprofit success. Thanks for listening to The Beacon, your connection to nonprofit success. Tune in every week for nonprofit topics with special guest interviews. Suggest future topics and learn more about upcoming podcasts and guests at lighthousecouncil.com.